Right now, we're in the African savanna on a beautiful, sunny summer morning, where we're witnessing a young Amazon PPC campaign in its natural habitat. This juvenile campaign is just two weeks old, newly birthed from Seller Central. You can tell this campaign has so much natural instinct with its fresh new auto-targeting ad groups. Watch closely. You can see already it's learning how to stand and grow, reporting on clicks, conversions, and ACOS. While it seems like this young campaign is healthy and strong, in its youth, it's extremely vulnerable and unprotected from lurking predators. Michael, look! On the horizon, a herd of fierce, irrelevant search queries are approaching. Ah, yes, Stephen. While these queries are dangerous, they don't attack like a lion or a jaguar. Instead, they are parasitic, slowly debilitating an Amazon campaign by draining its ad spend budget to death with low conversion rates. This poor young campaign, defenseless and completely unaware of the encroaching danger. Oh no, the predators have descended upon the campaign. And look, here comes, galloping in the distance, a search term with 75 clicks and no conversions. This is surely the end of this young campaign. Aha, what's this? Suddenly appearing out of the brush. It's a fully grown ad badger charging in. He's coming to save the campaign. And completely upgrading the campaign with new bid optimizations. Michael! The ad badger is completely pulverizing the vicious, unprofitable search terms. The ad badger has proven himself victorious once again, and he will go on to fight and defend more Amazon campaigns here in the savannah for many years to come. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Steven from Ad Badger, and you are listening to the AMZ PPC Den podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast and your source for all the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. And you guys can find all of our episodes, show notes, and links at adbadger.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on, everybody out there in Badger Nation? Welcome to bum, bum, episode 50, 50 episodes, 5-0. Steven, how are you doing? I am doing well. I am excited about the big 5-0. I feel personally just very privileged and honored to uh, be able to be part of hosting this episode because... Uh, I haven't been around here since episode one, but you have been, Mike. So you, I'm over the hill. I'm, I'm the straight hill. a podcaster right now. I'm also honored by this awesome five star review left by NPR 1988. I wonder how old you are. On October 22nd, they said, "Love all the information Adbadger gives. Have listened to every single podcast." Thank you very much, NPR 1988, for listening to this one as well. Uh, Really do appreciate it. Uh, Honestly, truly, madly, deeply, I've blogged. I've made YouTube videos. Still do. We still do all these things. However, the podcast is probably one of the most professionally fulfilling things I've ever done. Uh, You know, it truly is an honor to be placed in your earbuds every single week out there. Thank you everyone for doing that. Uh, and I do, I do apologize for those early audio, uh, the, the early audio quality <laughs> was just straight up trash. In fact, our first <laughs> iTunes review was only four stars. <laughs> Someone's like the volume's too low. Dude, and, there were so uh, appreciate many, it. yeah, there were so many audio problems that, um, I mean, when I, so when I first got hired at Ad Badger before my first day, the first thing that I was doing was I was just like, 
listening to all of the podcasts to catch up. And first of all, like one, I was just stoked to be working at a company that like had a podcast and I thought it was really cool. But then two, I was also like, dude, the audio sucks. <laughs> like I remember like in my first <laughs> week I came in, I was, I was like, dude, there's like so many things wrong. Like I remember Brett at one point, like I could hear, I could hear his dogs like collar jingling in the background <laughs> in, in one of the episodes. So if you know what episode I'm talking about, that's you're on right. the inside there, but and when you're recording, like at the time, it's like, oh, cool, like the people get like a raw take and what it's like, but actually, it's like just annoying. Um, so I don't know if anyone watches this on YouTube. I'm now in like some foam room. <laughs> yeah, putting a lot. And we've more got effort. we've got pop filters now. Like I don't know what you mm-hmm. got, were, you guys didn't have pop filters on episode one, did you? No, we just had pops. <laughs> As in the, did the you have noise. microphones, or did you just use your, like your laptop <laughs> microphone? <laughs> We had, we had real bad mics. Um, so so what we wanted to do, so we, as you can tell, we've learned things through the last 50 episodes and what we wanted to do on this episode, what we've done, we've actually taken a look back at some of the earlier episodes and we wanted to provide an update to each of them. Uh, so we have a few updates here and as is usual on our show, let's get right into it. So our very first episode, October 2018, the question was, are we living in the golden age of Amazon ads? And I had a very simple answer back then. I, it was a resounding yes. Uh, and today, I still want to say yes. I still think we're in the golden age uh, of Amazon advertising. It's still relatively cheap. It's still high converting. Uh, I think the only thing that has changed is the barrier to entry. I think it's gotten more complicated. Uh, There's a lot more layers to it. And I dare say there's maybe some more misinformation about it. Just sort of like loads and loads of crazy different strategies that if you are starting uh, like on day one for Amazon advertising, you're probably going to be pretty confused. Um, So in general, I'd still say, you know, I still hear... uh, you know, people talk about their Google ads conversion rates and people on Amazon, they got it good. So what do you yeah, think, Stephen? Go- still the golden age? Uh, yeah. So we're, oh, as this episode goes on, we'll talk more about, you know, conversion rates back then versus conversion rates today, um, back then being when we first started the podcast. Um, but I think way, way, way back when you said average conversion rate on Google was like, I think you said two to 3%. Is that correct? Uh, one to three for an e-commerce one to store three. Okay. getting direct sales from Google search. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Amazon is still in the nine to 10% range. So like, yeah, that's, that's huge. Obviously, um, someone searching something on Amazon is way more bottom of funnel than someone searching on Google. Um, and so to be doing, yeah, PPC with Amazon ads, yeah, I think the, the other thing that is like it's growing so quickly and new things are coming out from Amazon every week that if you are, you know, if, if you're like on top of your game and you're like following the, you know, the news with Amazon and, and listening to this podcast, like you like you're ahead of the curve. And, and yes, so golden age, like there's so much opportunity in Amazon itself. And uh, you're doing a really good job right now by just, you know, listening and trying to keep up with, with everything that's coming out. Yes. So, you know, if someone were to say, oh, no, I can't start Amazon advertising or, you know, there's too much to learn. Don't worry. I still think you're ahead of the curve. And let's jump to our second update. So also in October 2018, 
we had an episode, one of our most popular, believe it or not, on Bid Plus. Uh, so here's not update. even one of Bid the Plus. most popular. I, I think it was <laughs> yeah. the most popular, right? I think for a like, long time, yeah. Lifetime, yeah, lifetime to date. This has the most listens. This episode has the most listens of all time. People like bids. I think, I mean, bid for just reason, like bids are a very popular topic for PPC. I mean, it determines your ACOS, but uh, yes. So basically bid plus, here's an update. Bid plus is now finished. It has been replaced with dynamic bids up and down, dynamic bid down only, and fixed bids. So you went from having sort of this one option of bid plus to three options inside your sponsored product campaigns. And um, so you still have some options. Uh, and Mike, personally, go ahead, Stephen. Just for anyone listening in right now, um, what was bid plus? Like if someone didn't listen to episode two and, and, and okay. they joined us recently, <laughs> yeah. what was bid plus? Don't do it plus? if you're thinking about listening to it. Yes, don't do it. It's because it's out of date. But what was bid plus? This is jogging my memory. But if I remember properly, it said something like, we will increase your bids up to 300% if we think you're more likely to win a top of search placement. And that was basically it. Yeah. Um, I think they said to win a conversion, not necessarily top of search, but probably was included in their definition of a conversion. Ooh, I don't think it was involved in, I think it was just get more clicks. Was it just top of search? Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, talk, about the th talk about the three bidding options and I'm going to look this up. Yeah. Uh, so since then, um, yeah, Amazon has switched to rather than having bid plus, they now have three different bidding options. You can either have dynamic bidding up at which, and they stole that terminology from, from Google. I'm pretty sure dynamic bidding, um, but dynamic bidding up and down dynamic bidding down only or fixed bids, dynamic bidding up and down means they can either increase or decrease your bids by a hundred percent, um, up to a hundred percent. Um, based on whether or not they think this will earn you a conversion, but they don't go into any detail about what that means, whether that's where your ad is placed or like the conversion rates for that search term in particular, or if it actually is going into Amazon customer purchase history, like how likely is this Amazon customer to make a purchase? Like they, they don't explain any of that. So it's, it's a mystery. Um, dynamic bid down only means they can decrease it by up to 100%, but they won't increase it at all. Uh, and then fixed bids just means they won't change your bid at all in real time based on the search. And Mike, you're nodding your head. You got something to say. What's going on? Uh, we were both wrong. <laughs> it's uh, yikes. Well, we we're, uh, it will increase your bids by 50% if it thinks you'll be in a top of search position. So it wasn't bid 300%, plus was? it was 50%. Bid plus, yes. It had nothing okay. to do with conversions. Uh, Weird. So yeah, dynamic, the, yeah, dynamic up and down is different. Dynamic up and down is it will increase mm -hmm. or decrease by a hundred percent if they think you will get a conversion. Is how they how they word it, and I would bet my job on that. That's right. Uh, so. <laughs> You know, certain situations, should you use these dynamic bidding options? Certain situations, sure. Uh, I think if you're not optimizing daily, if you're not optimizing weekly, turning these on are going to be better than nothing. Um, so if you're the kind of person that only logs in maybe twice a month, which I can't imagine you're, you, also, you don't optimize your campaigns actively and also listen to this 
podcast, but that would be one situation where that would be really helpful. Personally, I'm still a fan of updating very frequently with fixed bids, uh, but I know there's definitely some situations where that's not the best move. Uh, like you talk, like we mentioned, uh, like you mentioned, Stephen, about like an auto campaign. Uh, and in fact, earlier to this, right before the show, you were actually sharing some situations where you do like these dynamic bidding options more than fixed bids. Yeah, I think you should use dynamic bidding if you're so so bidding is essentially your output. Um how much you're like like you take in all this data and then your output is like how much you're willing to bid. So if you have dynamic information coming in, I feel like it's safe to say you should have dynamic information coming out. So if you have a broad match keyword or an automatic campaign that's pulling in the data that you're making your bidding decisions off of, sure. Like go go dynamic. If you have an exact match like keyword campaign where your placement settings are optimized, I'm going to go with fixed bids, fixed bids, because that's where I think, yeah, I think the more control you have over something, the better. Um, so that, so that's my, yeah, that's my two cents on it. Cool. And with that, let's move on to our third update. Alrighty. One of the other big, big updates since uh, or some of our earlier shows was we did an episode on stats, uh, specifically PPC stats. So average cost per click and conversion rate and ACOS. And Stephen, walk us through what they were about a year ago in October, 2018. Yeah. And I do just really quickly want to preface this with <clears throat> saying that we use AdBadger's software customer base to pull this, this data from. Um, and AdBedger has grown since. So it's currently October that we're recording this episode. It's actually Halloween day. Um, it has been a year since we, we, we did this, these, we measured these stats and our customer base has grown. We have a, a bigger pool, a different pool. Um, so for what it's worth, we are trying to be as helpful as possible, but obviously, you know, our, our sample size has changed over time. So just take that into consideration. But one year ago today, October 2018, these were the stats, and I will just fly through them. The average ACOS per user was 37.91%. We'll round up to 38%. The average cost per click was about $0.98. Again, you could probably round up to a dollar. The average conversion rate was 9.5%. And the average click-through rate was 0.39%. Over time, I have realized that, that these numbers have, like, month to month, we've actually been, like, continuing to track these. Um, it has been overall pretty consistent month to month. Um, another real quick stat, which, which uh, is a bit of a pop quiz to you, is going off of the data that we have already given you, can you calculate what the average revenue per click would be? So we have told you what the average ACOS was, the average cost per click, average conversion rates. From that, you should be able to figure out what was the average revenue per click generated for October 2018. Um, go ahead and pause the episode now and see if you can figure that out by yourself. And if you can figure that out, you're hired, by the way, because we're, we are looking for a new Amazon PPC expert. So if you can figure that out, you won the job. But the answer, and Mike, I'll let you say it because we were just talking about this right before we decided to record the episode, but what, what is the answer there and, and what's the solution? 
Yeah, so if you just have the cost per click and the ACOS, you can compare the cost per click to the, like average cost per click to the average ACOS and basically throw your cost per click over your ACOS as a decimal. So in that situation, it would be 98 cents cost per click over 0.3791, which gives you $2.59 revenue per click. That means every time you get a click on Amazon in October 2018, you would have earned yourself $2.59 every single click, which is pretty cool. And that was also such a nerdy conversation. So yes, I, thank I you guys for, for putting up with it. Uh, so here are the September 29, or sorry, 2019 metrics. Um, the average conversion rate, uh, yeah, Mike, why don't you take it? That's right. So a year ago, uh, conversion rate was 9.48. Last month in 2019, September 2019, it was 9.31. So, I mean, essentially the same, you know, we didn't uh, throw in statistical significance here, but a, a move from 9.48 to 9.31 seems not monumentous. Uh, monumentous? the word monumental uh the <laughs> monumental uh, so it seems like a small shift down basically conversion rate dipped a little bit ctr also seemed to move slightly down from 0.39 to 0.37 and you know sort of my take on that is there's just a lot more ads like there's more ad placements you know we didn't crunch impressions here but i would imagine impressions per day like impressions per dollar has probably gone up too um, so there's more ads being shown, which means probably click-through rate is going down a little bit. Uh, cost per click. This one was particularly interesting. R and real I, quick. Can I, I imagine this? I'll, Go ahead. I want to interrupt real quick. Um, I have noticed just in the past like month that top of search ads used to just be two sponsored products. And now like, so if you had a, if you had a normal size, like I think mm -hmm. my computer screen on my laptop is like 13 inches. So the top row for a 13 inch size screen would be you'd get four products at the top and two were sponsored, two were organic. Now three are sponsored, one is organic. And like, we're so close to being that like everything above the fold will be a sponsored product. Cause that like the top half of the screen is a sponsored brand ad. The bottom mm -hmm. half is three sponsored products and, and another sponsored ad. But yes, you have to, you have to consider that when you're thinking about these metrics of click through rates. Right. The, the, I actually feel like the amount of searches that yield all above the fold results to be paid, I feel like that number, I would love to like track that number because it's, it's right? not zero anymore. Like there's, there's quite a number of searches that you can make where everything above the fold is sponsored. Um, so Side note between me and Mike on product development, but you all get to listen into this. Um, we track every metric through Amazon's API for the software. I'm curious about placement data, like where ads are placed in, like if that's available in the yeah. API and if it is like factoring that into these metrics. So that's, yeah, that's behind the scenes for you guys. You get that information, <laughs> but I'm yeah. curious about that. So yeah, so conversion rate, relatively the same. CTR, relatively the same. Maybe they went down a little bit. This one was pretty interesting. Cost per click uh, last year, we had 98 cent average cost per click this year. 85 cents cost per click. So the cost per click for, you know, our sample size of Ad Badger customers has actually gone down, which is pretty nice, which connects very nicely to the next two metrics. 
ACOS has also gone down from a year ago, it's 37.9 and now it's 32%. And revenue per click actually went up from 259 to 265. So finishing, bringing it home, three very desirable metrics, cost per clicks are a little bit lower, ACOS is a little bit lower and revenue per click is a little bit higher. Now, I can only imagine how many people are listening, sort of saying, well, wait a second, it's, a, it's harder for me now. My ACOS is going up, my CPCs are going up. Um, so this is, I guess, sort of the problem with averages and sample sizing. Our, as our sample size got bigger, um, it, it's possible that we have you know larger accounts getting better A causes um, as opposed to smaller accounts that are maybe uh, having a harder time to get off the ground and have higher A causes as a result. So. Take that with a grain of salt, but in general, these are approximate averages. I mean, by saying averages, we mean averages. So these are the averages of our data set. Yeah, I mean, Amazon doesn't release this information. So if you were trying to figure out what is like the average A cost, the average cost per click on Amazon, like, I mean, I think we're, we're a good source. Um, probably not the only source. I would love but to like, throw in... I would love to throw in by industry, uh, hopefully one day yes. when we update our stats post. So we have a really big uh, stat where uh, a stat post, you know, which lists all these metrics, ACOS, CPC, CTRs, so on and so forth. And I would love to be able to break that down by industry. So if you're interested in that, yeah. be sure to we've let us know because we'll prioritize that even further. Yeah, we've talked about segmenting by both industry um, and like seller size, like how much you're like you're willing to spend. Ad spend um, cohorts. Yeah. By the way, if you Google Amazon advertising stats, Ad Badger is number one on the Google search page. So for what it's worth. Alrighty, Steven. Now with that, uh, final thoughts on how the metrics have changed before we move on to our next point. Um I am curious to see how these metrics continue to evolve over time with increased competition jumping into Amazon. I mean, my next door neighbor the other day was telling me how he's like trying to move his product on the Amazon. He has a new, he's like, he's an inventor. He wants to move to Amazon. Like more and more people are going to get on Amazon. So metrics will change over time. And, and I'm just curious to keep an eye on that. You know um, what I would love uh, that we don't have available? So we're talking about averages and how the average ACOS got better uh, and the CPC sort of went down a bit. I'd be very curious on the mode because one thing I feel like happens is happening a lot, lot more is there were a lot of people that would hang out at like 10, 20%, I'm sorry, 10, 20 cent cost per clicks. And I feel like I see that less and less now than I did a year ago, where you'd have mm -hmm. these people that would somehow be able to scoop up loads and loads of clicks at you know, 20, 30 cents. And I right. feel like I don't see that anymore. So I think if those people sort of, that, that group sort of moved up a bit, you know, and they were getting more clicks at you know, that other price. I wonder how that could influence things. Yeah. And I mean, Mike, we posted this in, uh, I posted this in our Slack channel, but there was an ad badger user who, um, who got a one impression, one click, one conversion, like keyword. Oh yes. At a two cent click. But the sale was over $2,000 for that one conversion. <laughs> yeah. And the ACoS on Amazon literally read 0.00%. 0% ACoS on 2,000 sales. 
that goes back to the yeah that goes back to the to the uh, episode that we recorded a, f- a few weeks ago on you know what do you do in these unusual situations like how do you calculate bids off of that um, but yeah so I mean like just so you guys know that is going into this conversion data that we're reporting right now um, but you shouldn't discount that because that's an actual real life user and situation. And so, yeah, that's going into this data, but that's why we really need to, to consider, you know, niches and, you know, seller sizes and stuff like that. So, um, anyways, it's probably a good time to, to move on to the next episode that we're giving you guys an update on. Alrighty, Steven. Up next, we've got an episode from February, 2019. We talked about the dreaded reporting delay and it's gotten better. Walk us through that. Yeah, so back then the episode said that Amazon basically any data that they were giving you within 48 the last 48 hours was essentially unreliable um, because there was such a big delay. Amazon usually also reported clicks and spend first and then sales and conversions second. Um, and basically any data that like from, from yesterday was unreliable because if you look at your data from yesterday in the morning and then you look at it again in the evening, so much more data comes in and it was like such a big change that we said it was unreliable to basically make any decisions based on the last 48 hours. Now, uh, we have been seeing that there, that the data, so if you're checking, if you're, you know, logging in at like 9 a.m. Pacific time and you're checking yesterday's clicks and spend and sales and stuff, it's going to be pretty consistent. Like, like from within the next like few hours, your data should look pretty much the same. Um, the other thing that's been actually surprising to me is that it used to be if you were looking at today's data in Campaign Manager, you wouldn't see any sales information. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't see any conversions, any sales. Um, you would only see spend, and even that was unreliable. But Amazon is is seeming to catch up to Google's reporting speed. And being able to deliver, um, probably just, a, I would say maybe, I think we, we said earlier 12 hours. Um, so if you're checking it in the evening time, um, you probably have most of the, the information from the morning advertising campaigns, um, sales data, stuff like that. I don't know, Mike, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah. You know, Amazon says it can take up to 12 hours to get your sales data to populate, um, Anecdotally, I, I still hear stories from people that say, oh man, when I look at my data on Monday and then I look at the same dates on Thursday, the data is like way different. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's happening less. I feel like Amazon's getting better at it, but it still can happen. So, you know, I generally still advocate for sort of a two day delay just to be sure that almost everything is there. Uh, but Hopefully the trend continues that a year from now we're saying, oh man, now it's only a six hour or three hour delay. Uh, I would love to get it more accurate, more faster. Yeah. For what it's worth, um, we used, okay. So me personally, I used to do like, if I was looking at like, Hey, what's the performance for this month? I used to do month to two days ago instead of month to date. And now I'm doing month to yesterday. So cool. I, I feel comfortable with yesterday's data. I know it's like probably 95% accurate, not fully accurate, but anyways, that's, that's my hunch. And that's our update to episode 14. 
Alrighty. And back in April, 2019, we had an episode about our gripes with Amazon sponsored brand ads. Uh, so, I mean, one of these gripes is still ever present that we don't have search term reports for sponsored brand ads, but hopefully we can expect it coming soon. Fingers crossed. I light my candle under my picture of Jeff Bezos almost every night asking for search term reports <laughs> and sponsored brand ads. Uh, so there's that. And some of this is mitigated by single keyword exact match campaigns on sponsored brand ads, which we have talked about. Yeah. And real quick, just on the uh, search and reports for sponsored brand ads, I just have such a strong gut feeling that those will be coming so soon just because I've seen how quickly Amazon has been like making changes to, I mean, they've, it seems like they've really put it into like high gear um, sponsored products, sponsored brands, even sponsored display. It seems like they know that they're getting more, like more actually. Um, so I, <laughs> I'm an investor in Amazon as far as like stock markets go. And so I, I follow the news with, with Amazon and like their earnings statements and reporting and stuff. And I think they actually said that like, it was one of the biggest revenue generators for Amazon in the last quarter was simply sponsored products. Um, so they know, so Amazon knows that like they're advertising their PPC stuff is like pulling in so much money for them that it is now worth it to them to, to really grow the evolution. So anyways, I have a hunch sponsored brand ads will have search term reports by the end of November. It is October 31st, Halloween, and I'm calling it, um, by the end of November, I think they're going to have search term reports. I'm willing to put $5 on the line. If you want to take me up on that offer, dude, five. Any, no, anybody, I was going to say anybody who's listening right now, which we have, <laughs> we have hundreds and thousands of, of monthly listeners. So I will challenge you all with $5. Hit me up if you want to take all of them. offer. I can't afford to lose with everybody listening, <laughs> we need but a I can't afford disclaimer. to win. <laughs> yes. That, that, okay. All right, Steven, there are people out there that have listened to 50 episodes of the PBC Den podcast, uh, just like NPR 1988 at the start of the show. And I think that's really awesome. You know, people have gotten to know us over these 50 episodes. So I think it's worth asking and finishing up with this question. How have we changed? You want to take that, Stephen? I have changed in so many ways that I don't even know. Uh, that would have to be a whole other episode of like, how has Steven changed over the years? Um, <laughs> not, not over the past, uh, I guess one year. Um, not only just from like my, my knowledge of Amazon PPC, um, just, I think personally just like growing in my own, um, even just like my personal life. Yeah. Just like lots of changes. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing I would say is man, Amazon PPC is changing so fast. And so just getting to like be there and be along for the ride. I mean, even in the last like couple episodes, we talked about like single keyword campaigns, like new strategies, just like popping out, um, single keyword brand ads, like, like so many different like strategies that we're coming up with. Um, personally just being really challenged by people's questions that they've been like writing in, um, like, clients that we're actually working with, just like feeling really challenged, um, and keeping me on my toes. So yeah, in more ways than one, uh, I think I've just become more knowledgeable on Amazon PPC and, and just excited for all the future changes that are, that are coming. Yes. I've definitely seen you grow like really, really confident 
uh, definitely the kind of person, uh, you know, I think anyone working in Amazon PPC needs to be comfortable with like getting uncomfortable of like trying something, seeing if it works, you know, analyzing what happened, asking yourself, what can I do differently to get a different result? I think that kind of process, it, like you've got it. And I feel like you're, that's a muscle that's just getting stronger and stronger. So congrats over the last year. Thank you. And I don't think anybody really cares about this, but I'll share anyways. Um, my previous job was I did HR in the construction industry, uh, which I think, I think that's just almost as boring as it can get. Um, and I thought it would be difficult to find a job that like constantly kept me entertained because I'm just such a fast mover. Like I, like I'm, I almost think I have maybe ADD. I don't know. Like I just, I love entertainment and, uh, Amazon PPC has, has kept me entertained and this, this like job and managing campaigns, I think has been super exciting and, and definitely makes me think I, I could see myself here for the long haul. So I don't know if anybody out there resonates with that. You know, Stephen, uh, I'm going through applications for our new position and there, there's loads of people just like that, that are like, Hey, I do this other position that's outside of the world of Amazon. That's even sometimes outside of the world of just general digital. And they're saying things like, Hey, I really want to get into Amazon and Amazon advertising. And as a way to do that, I started freelancing or I started, uh, you know, I'd launched my own product, just like learn more and, and go deeper and all this stuff. And I think that is awesome. You know, it's a really special time that, you know, I, I can't, I don't think there's a course anywhere at any college where you can go and buy a textbook on Amazon advertising, but this is a real thing that there's a real industry centered around. And I think it's really exciting people jumping into it. Right. If there's one thing that this episode has proved is that if we wrote a textbook on Amazon ads last right. year, it would be useless this year. So yes, um, I think another cool thing about like tech startups is that people are caring less and less about actual resumes and background experience because they're realizing anybody can just like, you know, BS that and caring more about what can you actually do? And that's why even like the, like earlier today, you and me, Mike, we were going over like, like a technical assessment of like challenging people and being like, if they can figure out these questions, like you're hired. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's right. And yeah, ad badgers changed a lot over the last year. Uh, I think we were a team of maybe four a year ago, and now we're getting ready to hire our 10th person, uh, which is really exciting. So we're moving and grooving. And I hope in 12 months from now that we can continue to produce all of the content that we produce. And I hope that it gets even better. And I hope that we find ways to, you know, better talk to our audience and hear what you guys are looking for and what you guys are having trouble with and combine that with the things that we're learning uh, to create a really, really rich experience for you. I'm excited about our Amazon Advertising Academy that's getting better and better as we're updating it every week. Uh, we were just talking about some plans for our Facebook group. And of course, we always have plans for our Amazon Advertising tool as well. So super stoked. Thank you everyone for listening and I will see you next time in the Badger Den. Have a good one. Hey everybody, it's Mike here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And as some of you may already know, the podcast isn't all that we do when it comes to Amazon. Uh, we actually spend the majority of our day working on building the best Amazon advertising tool we possibly can to help automate a lot of the concepts that we discuss 
during the show. Yep. And we appreciate you as listeners. We'd love your feedback about our app. Uh, and if you're interested in giving our free trial a shot, just head on over to adbadger.com slash podcast deal. That's adbadger.com slash podcast deal. Thank you so much for the support, guys. We really do appreciate you. And we'll see you next episode.